Harrison Barnes. Would you think that you think that's his range? You think that's his price range? I mean, I don't know anymore. I mean, I mean, I mean, a couple, you know, like, but, but, it seems like the middle class is getting screwed with this new CBA, and I would firmly put Harrison Barnes in the NBA's like middle class of players. Yes. And I think there's not a lot of teams with cap space. The Kings are one of them now. Now the Kings have the space to resign him. But if the Kings want to make a different move, go in another direction, I could totally see the MLE being in his market, especially to play with someone as good as Dane. But you know, I, I don't know. Don't hate that. I don't hate that. I I haven't I haven't really like asked around about his value on the free agent market. I don't know if he's a guy that is in that range or if he's looking for one more big payday. Yeah. But if that's, I mean, if that's a possibility, I don't dislike that at all. Yeah. The other one that I had that came up that I thought about, which, yeah, I I, kind of like this. It's not exactly a wing player, but PJ Washington. He's restricted, right? So He's restricted. Have, so you'd have they. So they would have the match rights, which would be a concern. Yeah, but I think they would do. You think? Okay. Well, I mean, they do. The Hornets can't let talent walk. I mean, I know he's not like a you know a, a all star, but like you're the Hornets, you basically have you know you you have Lamelo and you have Brandon Miller and you are going to bring back Miles Bridges and that's like your team. That's not right. I guess like they have Mark Williams. Yeah. Like, like I, like I, I, I don't know if maybe they think PJ doesn't fit with that group. Like, I, maybe but, no, that's that one's not terrible. Because, I, I, yeah, because he's really talented. and He's restricted. I think that's the that's the part that's the part that's a little bit you know. But those are the two guys I would say that I would like. I think would be like home runs with the MLE if they could do that. Yeah. No, I think that makes sense. I, 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 I like that. I, I, if you can get Harrison Barnes for the MLE, I, I still think he might be looking for one more you know, contract above that, but that's, uh, well, yeah, this team has cap space. So that's, yeah, it. they have caps. Oh, they have cap space and bird rights. So like they yeah. could, they could, they could pay him whatever they want if they wanted to. Yeah. And I mean, if you're Harrison Barnes, like they've got a pretty good thing going in Sacramento right now. Like, I don't know why you would leave. No, I to go to a situation as uncertain as, you know, this Portland situation. Totally. But it was just like, I was looking at the, cause it's just, it's just a really, it's it's just not a great free agent class. No, it really isn't. Like it's just it's just not. Um, and, and and I just don't I don't, I don't really see um, that many great candidates out there with the MLE, and that's why I think it's even more important for them to find a trade with Simons because I feel like that's their only way to really build to maybe get one starter. Uh, at least another, or or at least a rotation caliber front court player, and maybe a pick or something, because like I I just don't know where I don't know where where else they go with that, you know. So uh, it's it's interesting because I don't, and also like I think Orlando is probably one of the teams that I would have thought would be an Anthony Thomas team, but they just drafted a bunch of guards, so that takes them off the table. I guess maybe there's a world in which the Bulls could be interested in him. For DeRozan. Maybe, yeah, for DeRozan. Plus the pickback. That would be, like, the idea is, like, 
then you get off the pick, but then, you know, I mean, is that, Chicago, that's gonna, Chicago gonna do that? Like, like, I mean, it sounds like the Bulls are just gonna run it back. Yeah, they did. It, it, the the quotes about that, like they that they feel great about the the Orlando trade, the Vucevic that trade. cost yeah. them the eleventh pick yesterday. <laughs> I'll tell you this, Blazer fans, if you think that they're in a weird spot right now. I used to cover the Bulls. I still have a lot of friends in that market who are fans of that franchise. It could be a lot worse than it is here. The Blazers, whatever happens, I think the thing I keep coming back to that makes, you know, as much as this Dame stuff is, like, exhausting to talk about and I'm kind of over it, if that's the direction they go and they pivot and they rebuild, Scoot Henderson and Shaden Sharp is not the worst thing in the world as far as a starting point for a rebuild. No, it's, it's totally, totally right. I mean... I think that's that's the best way to look at it is no matter what, there's a future going on with this team, whether Dame stays or whether he goes. And so that's that's probably one of the things that will make it easier for a lot of fans if he does leave is that there's just like there is maybe a path there. But I do think still there's a lot of fans that are just like, dang, dude, like feels like we're just going to let this guy walk without really giving him a, you know, a real chance to yeah. to 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 win to win a championship which is all he's been asking for since he's been here and so like in that respect you know that sucks but i mean if if the deals weren't there for shape for scoot and people were trying to fleece the blazers out of him for not an actual star or you have brooklyn in their case like not playing ball at all because either they think they can get dame or someone else down the line with you know, uh, to pair with Bridges, if they think they, you know, they have a great number two there. Let's say Dallas, you know, has a another down season. Like I could totally see the Nets, you know, bringing their stuff to the table for Luca. But that's another team, by the way, that I think the Blazers are in a better spot than the Nets or no, Dallas. the Mavericks. Oh yeah, yeah. Because I mean, the Mavs, the Mavs have Luca, but that like. That whole thing is just, like, there's nothing going on there. Like, they have no... They're counting on like, Kyrie Irving, bro. That's the worst business to be in. Yeah. In, in, like, I mean, it's, it's, it's just it's not a great business to be in in the NBA if you're an NBA and like And, like, wherever you want to land on on, on, on Chauncey Billups as a coach, like... I mean... I, I'd, I'd, still take, I'd still take him over Jason Kidd. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So... Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, and I think you know, I'm very interested. By the way, speaking of Chauncey, I haven't I haven't talked to him since the combine. I saw him about a month ago. We talked for a little bit, but he is going to be at. We're recording this on Friday night. Tomorrow morning, Saturday morning, they're doing the press conference where they introduce the three rookies, and Chauncey's going to be there. I am very interested to ask him how he sees the Dame Scoot Ant Shaden stuff balancing out yeah i mean i'm sure he'll give an answer but i don't know if it'll like yeah uh, chauncey's actually pretty pretty honest when you ask him stuff you know questions he's 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 gotten a little bit better at he's gotten a little bit better at dodging stuff but he'll still let some stuff slip well yeah we'll we'll we'll, we'll see uh i mean yeah, I, I I don't know if he'll he'll start giving that game away yet, but I mean he's got to have some kind of answer about like what they can do. But uh, yeah, it will be interesting. And I wonder also too, like, is he going to keep some of those like same offensive sets where he's like running the offense through Nurkic and like 
like with this type this kind of backcourt talent like is he going to keep running the the like the, those type of actions instead of like dribble handoffs and pick and rolls and 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 things like that because uh you know i do wonder i do wonder if maybe that's the question is like do does adding these guys make you want to change your philosophy and or whatever cuz like or yeah, because I, I think that's a really interesting question. Is like, how are you going to use these guys? Because uh, it seemed like they didn't quite have like a until the midseason when they were having a lot of problems. They needed to like get the ball going to Dame more in the pick and roll and the high pick and roll. And right. But other than that, I don't like you know they, they were really trying to play through Ant. They were really trying to play through Nurk. And I just wonder how he's going to approach that now. I am so interested in, I mean, just let's, let's just a little bit of uh, positivity here. I'm pretty fired up for Scoot versus Wemby at summer league on the night. Oh, man. Well, I mean, I know Wemby says he wants to play. I hope the Spurs let him play. I think the NBA will strongly encourage them to let him play the, because the, so the, the Spurs first two games are versus Charlotte, so it's Wemby versus Brandon Miller, and then versus Portland, which is Wemby versus Scoot. I think the NBA will kind of nudge the Spurs to say, look, you don't have to make let, let him play every game, but these two... And you don't have to play him 30 minutes. No, 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 no. But Wemby versus Scoot and Wemby versus Miller, they would... I think, I think the NBA will be like, hey, look, we're putting these ones on ESPN in primetime. Can you you know, work with us here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, and I'm sure ESPN will have a big say in that as well. Yes, yeah. Like yes, that, that, so. That's the other part of it too, is it's probably less the league and more ESPN. It's like, we're putting these on TV. You better give us the good stuff. Yeah. So the league put out the summer league schedule uh, today and the Blazers first two games, they have, they have, they have four games that are scheduled. They their first one is against Houston. So that's Scoot versus uh, Amen Thompson. Mm-hmm. Which I'm that that's going to be a fun one, and then the second one is Scoot versus Wemby, and then the third one is Scoot versus Miller, which I will not be there for. I'm 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 there the seventh to the eleventh, and the game against Charlotte is on the eleventh, but it's later in the day after my flight, and I tried to look for a later flight, but I decided it wasn't worth extending my stay by a day for another summer league game. I've done this enough times that it, like I don't think that's really worth it, but uh, it's gonna be like. I am legitimately really excited to watch Scoot Henderson. Well, yeah, and if Shaden plays. Yeah, which is still to be determined. We asked him about it at exit interviews, and he said he wants to. And I talked to some people in the organization like a week ago. who I got the sense that if he really wants to, they're not going to tell him he can't play one or two games. But it's going to be like a Brandon Ingram in his second year plays one or two games, dominates, and then they just pull him. Like, it's going to be that type of thing if he plays. But he said he wants to at exit interviews. So, you know, it's, it's within the realm of possibility. I mean, I would, I mean, we would obviously love to see that. Like, I think that's what Blazer fans really want to see. 